You're listening to episode three. Hey, money team. It's your girl, Krishan Dene, founder of moneywithdene.com, a personal finance blog dedicated to helping and inspiring you to achieve financial independence. You're listening to episode three of the Money with the Nay show, a show inspired by you, people out there who are in the middle of their journeys, whether that's to debt freedom or financial independence. Let's hop into the show. In this episode, I feature my first guest, Kathy. Kathy is actually my aunt and started her journey to debt freedom about a year after I started mine. I love her story so much because she said that she was inspired by an event that I threw for my family about a year into my journey called Brunch and Budgets. I was really inspired by all of the knowledge that I had attained since day one of my journey and really wanted to share it with people that I love. So I'm really excited that she took the knowledge and the conversations from that day and decided to start a journey of her own. Kathy is a single mom of adult twin girls. She has a ton of advice for women who are just starting their lives or women who are the midst of their journeys with adult children. So I don't want to give it all away and I can't wait to share this interview with you. So hey, Kathy, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Krishan. How about you? I'm doing amazing. I'm so happy that you're here on the show with me. I know I reached out to you a few weeks ago saying that I was launching my podcast this summer, and I'm so happy that you decided to say yes and be uh, probably my first guest on the show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited too. (laughs) Well, actually, before we hop in, tell my listeners who you are and a little bit about yourself. Um, my name is Kathy. I am not going to say an older woman, but a mature woman. I work in healthcare in management, and I connected to Miss Denae as a member of our families, married each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so known, way her back. Long, <laughs> known her for a long time from a little girl and now growing up into a semi-mature woman. Not as mature as I am now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we family, (laughs) y'all. So um, tell me about the journey that you're on right now. Well, right now I am um, at the paying off debt and increasing my savings. Uh, The budget, that's something that fluctuates a little bit, as we know. uh, But I'm really trying to make sure that I stay on top of the the debt and savings areas right now. So you're on your way, so you're on your your debt-free journey, so you're on your way to debt freedom? Yes. Okay, cool. So like, I I don't know if you uh, listen to like my whole synopsis of my show. It's about, you know, people that are in the middle because I listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of people focus on, you know, the end result, they're winning, they've already gone through the journey, they already, you know, gone through the struggle and they're just telling about their story. And I always see, or I, I, I actually don't see people that are in the middle, you know, on their journey. And I wanted people like that to have 
a platform or a voice to kind of share like, hey, I'm in the middle, you can do it too. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's not at the end, you know, telling about their their wins, but definitely wanted to focus on people that are in the middle. So it's good. I'm glad to hear that you're on your debt-free journey like me and you're on your way to financial freedom. So that's amazing. What are um, your money accomplishments so far? Um, I'm no longer living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big one. <laughs> so I'm not financially free, but I'm not living paycheck to paycheck, which is a huge thing because yeah. it allows me to pay off more debt and save. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I There was a post on Instagram a few weeks ago, a girl posted, you have to celebrate your your small wins along the way. And she's like, for years I had debt, I'm still in debt, but I'm finally stable. And being able to say you're financially stable is a win too. So even if you're on your journey to paying off debt and you've reached this financial stability, like you're paying your bills on time, you know how much money you have, you know how much money is going out, you're organized, that's a win. A lot of people aren't there yet. So that's something that you should be definitely proud of. That's an accomplishment. (laughs) Thank you, dear. (laughs) Cool. So tell me a little bit about your money story from the beginning to where you are now and kind of just give me like a, like a rundown of how you've learned about money and how you've managed it and just kind of what your story is. Um, So growing up, um, I didn't have financial education, um, but it was a lot of people's story. You grow up poor, but you didn't really know you were poor because someone behind the scenes was making it work. Mm -hmm. And you had a roof over your head. You had clothes, you know, Um, but I just didn't see, and I didn't realize it until I started getting older that there just wasn't a lot of financial freedoms in our family. And, um, just looking at that over time, and I'm sure to anyone that starts a journey, they didn't just start it and think about it and start it that day. Yeah. This is process time. You're you're Mm -hmm. processing and thinking about it. So just over time looking and saying, wait a minute, I I don't want to be like this all my life, but who knows that. Time keeps going, so you can keep saying that, but the years keep going on, you're like, wow, I'm this age now, but I've really been thinking about this for a long time. So I think one thing that really helped me move that forward was looking at my children, number one, mm-hmm. just looking at the generations of what happens throughout the family. I'm not saying financial free to say that you have things to show because you can have you know, a used car that's paid for it, but have more money in the bank than the person that has the Mercedes. Right. So I'm not saying what you see, but just what I know that they didn't have money in the bank. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, and I wanted my children to, I'm like, okay, I'm living long enough to do this. I need to do something. I want my children to see that it can be done. And I don't want them to have the same thing for their family. Right. I want them free. I want them to have enough funds to do what they want to do, need to do, give what they want to give. If somebody needs something, I want them to give it to them. Don't worry about getting it back because you may not. Um, but I don't want it to hurt them if it does. And um, so just kind of looking at my background of money and finally saying, you know what, let me just start small and see what happens. Yeah, that's good. So for you to, you said your accomplishment was today, I'm not living paycheck to pay- paycheck because I'm finally financially stable what do you do for a living to help you get to that place? Like, what do you do for a living? A lot of people want to know, like, well, 
I do this for a living, so there's no way I can pay off debt or I don't make a lot of money um, per year, so there's no way I can pay off debt or I'm a mom or a single mom or kids. So a lot of people like to resonate to like what people careers and what you do. So what do you do for a living? Well, I've been in healthcare for a while. I am a manager, but I haven't always made money that I make right now. Mm -hmm. um, but I had to look at that too. Is it my, is my excuse that I don't have enough money to do it? And I had to say, no, that really isn't the excuse. You can yeah. meet your, where you're at. And you have to live within that budget of what you have. So I think a lot of it, when I wasn't making the money I make now, I was trying to spend like I can make spend now. Right. <laughs> um, somebody taught me a trick with your credit card. Hey, pay it down to a dollar. You still can get gas if you only have a dollar available. You know? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Stories that people tell you that you think you're getting somewhere, but you're not. If you mm -hmm. just look at what you have, whether it's twenty thousand, then you got to live within that twenty thousand budget. If it's yeah. thirty thousand, twenty thousand, I mean, if I become a millionaire, I'm still gonna want to have a budget so that I can stay a millionaire. Yeah. So uh, I look at you know what I do. I probably could have made more money earlier. Um, I even went back to school. That added debt. I don't mm -hmm. say I regret it. If I'd have thought about it, I'm still doing the same thing I was doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, I work in healthcare. Um, it is a field that you can always find a job for the most part. But I want to say that I think no matter what you make, you have to look at where you're at and what you can do within your means. That's big, big um, feedback for those out there who feel like you're not making enough money or you can't make accomplishments as fast as other people, you know, everybody's journey is different. So you have to kind of find that process for yourself. Was there a moment in your life where you were like, okay, this is it. Like I've been hearing about saving money. I've been hearing about getting out of debt, but this is it. Like I am fed up and I'm ready to make a change in my life. Like what's your motivation story? And tell me a little bit about that. So you have a lot to do with my motivation story. You held a budgets and brunch seminar, November yeah. 17, 2018. I miss those. At your, <laughs> at your parents' home. Mm -hmm. And it's like I said, you know about things, you just don't put them into action. So mm -hmm. sitting there watching you as a young woman, educating most of the people in the room besides maybe my daughter was older than you by mm -hmm. at least five years plus. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was happy that my daughter was there because she had just graduated college. Yes. Um, so it was good information for her. So I'm hoping that she latches on to that, you know, and carries that forward. But then what made me fed up was why am I not doing all of these things that she's telling me that I even know some of them, you mm -hmm. know? So that was a huge motivation to say, okay, this information has really been put in front of me, like on paper. Yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> just go to the websites, you know, like, okay, you're going to, I think that was an action seminar. It yeah. wasn't just listen to someone tell you something. It was like, okay, we're going to do this right now. We're going to go on to credit karma and see what your credit score is. And when I had to share that with my daughter and hers was higher than mine, that was a little embarrassing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but it was real. It just yeah. brought out some cool stuff, you know, when it was like, perspective, okay, right perspective. Yeah. Let's do, let's do a little quick budget, you know, maybe not a detail, but let's try to do a little quick budget. Let's see where you're at financially. What, what do you own? What do you owe? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I think that, that really motivated me. And I didn't start the next week, but within six months, I was on track. Was yeah, but track. it was like something in your mind, like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do this, or it's going to keep <laughs> popping up in my yeah. head to do it because yeah, it's it like is. on me. 
So would you say that before that moment or even now, like I, I know who I am, kind of embrace it, but would you say that you're a natural saver or spender? Spender. Spender. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I embrace it. And I love the finer things in life. And even if it's, I like to get a deal, you know, but sometimes that getting a deal ends you up with a whole bunch of stuff that you don't really need. Yeah, just more stuff. Like I just got a pair of shoes for five bucks, but it was only five bucks and they're really cute. Am I going to wear them? Hopefully I will. But yeah, (laughs) I'm a spender. So it wasn't easy to say, okay, I'm going to do an auto deduction out of my paycheck every two weeks because that was my extra money. I could be spending on whatever I want to, you know. Yeah. But if I don't have any money in the bank, I need to be saving some, not just spending. So my spending budget is smaller and my saving budget is larger. <laughs> yeah. And and as like a spender, you kind of have to do that. Like you have to add spending to your budget so you can feel like you're getting something out of the deal. <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm there with you. I, I get that. Um, tell me a little bit about, I know you said that you didn't have a lot of education where it came to like how to actually, the actions behind um, being better with your money, but could you talk more about what your money education was growing up and how do you think that's changed now that you're older? Growing up, it was, um, it's payday. We're doing what we want. We're going to pay the bills. Now, I'm not saying they didn't pay their bills, but um, it was just spent. It wasn't mm-hmm. safe. It was, you know, the celebration of, wait, hey, we got a paycheck this week. <laughs> um, it wasn't a lot of talking about what we're doing for the future. So now, and what I try to bring to my kids is, yeah, it's okay to have that celebration of you got some money, but let's celebrate it all the way. What are we going to put in savings? Um, if you have a bill, you, if it's due before payday, you know, sometimes we wait until payday, and, but you have the money, go ahead and pay it. Pay it now. Mm-hmm. You realize how much time you have bought to pay the next one <laughs> because yeah. you paid this one time. You're not into that. Okay, I'm gonna pay it two weeks. The ten days they give me to pay it. Yeah. I used to be like, give them my money early. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm like the at the point where I'm just like, I gotta get it out of my bank account so I know it's not right. my money. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, you know, I read your stuff and I just, anytime I see anything financial, I'm reading it or listening to it, gaining more information and tips because everything doesn't work for everyone. Mm-hmm. I do like that you said um, a lot of programs do show you people that have finished. Mm-hmm. That being in the middle is so important for people to know to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, like when you said, oh, I took a break this month, but you really planned how you're taking that break. You right. Know what you're- it's not that you're just jumping out there without any kind of plan. Yeah. But uh, to keep people to know that, hey, if you if you mess up, get back on, get mm-hmm. back on your plan. Um, listen to some more. Sometimes I just have to listen to more. Like right now, I'm listening to. I'm doing. I'll go online and do um, information about credit and do like a little certificate program. Oh, that's cool. Answer the question. So I'm like always looking for things like to enhance my education about finances and because I want to be able to do more for myself, my family. Mm-hmm. Are these seminars, do you know the name of the seminars or is something you could just the Google? One, the one I'm doing now is the Freddie Mac um, credit program and you get okay. a certificate. So it goes through credit it talks about buying a house. And I mean, when you thought you need a budget to save for a house, well, they tell you you need a budget to save to take care of a house. Yes. Like, oh, 
I got to set up another savings? Yes. Hey, if I I listened to that, I wouldn't really have been thinking that way. Saving for your maintenance for your home. I think, you know, we could, that could be a whole nother subject. Yeah, it is. (laughs) And I, that's something that I probably heard about when I moved in with my boyfriend who owns a home. And I remember I was like, I want to buy a house. I want to buy a house. I was all into this. I want to buy a house. And then he's like, well, what if your radiator go out or the roof starts leaking or you got to get the patio fixed or, you know, you need someone to come spray the grounds for rodents and pests. And I was like, oh yeah, I don't have any, I don't, I can't afford a house. (laughs) I can't afford all that stuff. So I have to, like, when he taught me that, then it was like, oh, okay. And now when people tell me I want to buy a house, I'm like, make sure you do your research, like your research for real. But like you said, that's a whole nother topic. (laughs) It's crazy. Um, And I I also bring up like, what's your money education? Because everyone's story is different. I know also for me growing up, I, we didn't learn about personal finance in school, which I feel like should be a whole elective, a new class, like instead of having home ec or, you know, I know people love art and PE, but it should also be an elective to learn Mm -hmm. about personal finance. And I went to business school. We still didn't learn about personal finance. And I was talking to another friend of mine who started her own business. And she's like, yeah, I went to business school, but they still didn't teach you how to run your own business as a, you know, a sole proprietor in thinking about how to like manage that business with your life and your personal life and like all that is connected. You know, they just teach you how to do things the corporate way or, you know, the structured way as a, as an employee, as a worker. And I just like to hear about how everyone else's money education was and then how that has changed over time. So I'm happy to hear that you're always learning and that's something that you should continue to do. Everybody should continue to do because there's always something new happening and you can always learn tips. I'm still learning and I feel like I'm always reading stuff, but I'm still learning. This podcast is brought to you by the Money Academy with Danae. Are you ready for financial independence but not quite sure how to get started? Go to moneywiththanae.com and click on schedule a one-on-one with me and let's talk about money. So you said you heard about kind of like FI through me, I guess. Um, So you kind of know what, you know, financial independence is. What does that word mean to you? Independence, it would mean to me doing what, being able to do what I want to do on my terms and not having stress about it, not Mm -hmm. having to have any stress about it, um, not having to worry about, did I make the right, you know, I know that I've researched and made the right financial decisions. Uh, Maybe independence is going to be being on that beach. (laughs) Yes, that (laughs) island. um, I can... We're having dinner. I don't care what you get. You can get the most expensive thing on the menu if you want, because I plan for this. This is taken care of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if I want to retire, I can. I, I'm i not one that ever said I want to retire early, but if yeah. I want to, saying I can. Um, working, if I'm working, it's because I want to, that sort of thing. I don't mind sacrificing with giving, but um, being a need and being able to feel it um, someone saying, and not to not to cripple people, but if someone said, I need to help pay my rent, help them and not say, well, I need you to pay me back in yeah. two weeks because yeah. obviously that's a problem. Because I'm struggling. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, sharing with other people. Mm-hmm. 
do you know what you want to do once you're debt free? You said you don't want to retire. Well, you don't want to retire once you reach FI, but once you reach your next step of debt freedom, what do you want to do then? Right now, I'm I'm still looking at that. Okay, that's honest. I'm looking, I wanted to. I'm looking at buying a house, but I'm really trying to really prepare for that. And I don't know that that's going to be the thing, but debt free is going to be getting rid of the debt that I have now, and then really taking my time to make a decision on the next moves. Yeah, that's honest. That's good. Good insight for people to that are in the middle, and they're like, "Well, I don't know what I want to do, but I know." that I'll be in a better place to make decisions that I can't make right now. And just that, just knowing that is freedom. Yeah. And being in a different age group, I think different times in your life, like younger people may be planning on, they definitely want a house, you know, they want to go on certain trips, you know, they want to do things for their kids. My kids are grown. Thank you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I want to, it's going to be probably geared toward, towards grandchildren. <laughs> oh, Not right okay. now. <laughs> Not right now though. <laughs> what what would you say has been the hardest part of your journey so far? Patience. Yes. Patience is a virtue. Um, when you first start on your journey, you know, you're trying to pay off those, you see all those bills, you know, you look at your credit report, you write everything down, and you're like, oh, goodness. <laughs> having the patience to see it through and get Mm -hmm. to where you know that patience of when you live paycheck to paycheck you don't think you can get out of that Mm -hmm. you know but patience has really taught me that if I just keep going step by step sooner or later it's going to turn and you're going to be on the other side still practicing patience but the feeling that you get when you start to get toward closer towards financial freedom is a feeling that I can't feel for you. Mm-hmm. You can't feel for someone. They have to get there and feel it for themselves. So just to have the patience to know once you get there, you're gonna be like, oh, this is what it feels like. Then you then you don't need patience. You just keep going. Yeah. You're like, oh, I like this feeling better than the other feeling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Most definitely. Has there been something or someone or a quote or an idea that has motivated you on your journey so you have not given up yet? Um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I mean, God is definitely there for me. I mean, I've given more without being in church. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's good. Every week and not give as much as I've I've given. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm giving this or I'm giving that. Um, Just knowing that God does have something to do with this, you know, Mm -hmm. that peace that you feel. when you're not going to bed saying, oh my gosh, I pay this. This is going to be late. Oh my gosh. You know, the stress and just not having that stress and Mm -hmm. not having to worry. And he doesn't want us to worry, but he's not going to do it for us. We got to get up and use the strength that he's given us to move forward in our lives and do something better for ourselves. Yeah, that's good. I felt that. What has been like the, switching gears here, the most extreme thing that you've done um, on your journey to pay off debt, it can be whatever you Um, think has been extreme for you. Looking at a balance and saying, because, you know, I'm paying a certain amount each month, but 
taking a leap and saying, you know what, I've been paycheck to paycheck before. This time I'm going to go paycheck to paycheck because I'm going to pay this whole debt off. Mm-hmm. And for the next two weeks, I'm not going to have anybody. wipe out the debt. Yes, yes. <laughs> like after you hit the send button, I was like, oh, it's too late. <laughs> yes, I do. I have money and I have food and I yeah. do a lot. So one thing that I do, I don't know if it's extreme because I think a lot of people are doing it more now, especially with COVID. But before COVID, I would have no spend weekends. I would stay home because when I leave the house, I'm in trouble. Um, I would just have no spend weekends and I plan it. This is going to be, and I have my daughters doing it. I'm like, this is going to be a no spend weekend. You You don't like get online and get in trouble. Well, one time I did and I caught myself. (laughs) I was like, okay, you can't be online spending up. You just can't, you know, you got all these people. So I had to start unscribing to all of these things that I scribed to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, we got a special. Oh, we got 50% yeah. off. Oh, we got this. Yeah. Like, you really need that? No, I don't need that. Do I want that? That's what I do. I want it. Am I going to use it? No, not right now. So yeah, no spend weekends mean no spend weekends. I like that. Um, just looking at, sometimes I'll go through my bank account. This is before I was a better, I'm better at budgeting now, but before I got really into the budget budget part, I would go through, and this can really wake you up through your bank account and just look at all the money you spent on food. Just take food out. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, oh my goodness. So that's when I start realizing I'm a really good cook. I can make anything <laughs> that I go out and eat. And if it's a drink, I can make any drink that I can go buy. Yes. That's <laughs> um, good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just those little extremes. The most extreme was taking my whole paycheck to pay something off and go, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> I I've done. I did that a lot my first year of my journey, uh-huh. and it drove me crazy. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. You mentioned um, budgeting. So, what do you do to help you budget? Is there like an app or a process or method that you like? So, because I don't have a lot right now, my budget is pretty. It's pretty easy because I know exactly what because I moved more out of my check to go to savings first. Mm-hmm. So that has less that I have to budget. You know what I mean? So I don't yeah. have like $5,000 amount. It's like, okay, let's take half of that and put that over here. Now we're going to work with this. So I know how much all my bills are because I've gone through my cable bill, got that lowered, my electric, everything stays about the same. So mm-hmm. I do have, um, I've done some things with um, Dave Ramsey. That doesn't always work for me. So sometimes I'm tweaking it month by month. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, um, so I'm really not that good at, I do a lot of, I have a lot of notepads. I write a lot of stuff. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just going, and that's how I came up with that, paying that debt off that time. Yeah. I was like, okay, we're looking at this budget. With with this check, this is what we're going to do. We're paying that off. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I always tell people that your budget is not the same every month. Like right. if you if you keep the same budget for twelve months, I don't know who you are because things okay. pop up. You know, you have to get your car tag in September. You got to get your oil changed three times a year. So your budget is not going to be the same throughout the year. So you have to constantly Very evaluate good. it and change it. Yeah, I kind of look mostly at the month and say, okay, this is what's going on. Like mm-hmm. I had, I got graduating, so I know I'm going to spend a little more money towards that or moving that kind of thing, helping her out. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, let's get her moved so we get back to the before here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so like you said, it can change every month, but I think when you stay on top of what's going on, it's when you don't look at it. When you don't yeah. sit down and look at it, then you get yourself in trouble. 
Exactly. Definitely. So switching gears to family, you said that your mom. I have two daughters. Two daughters. And you said they're adult daughters. Um, Can you tell me, like, has your journey affected them or your family, um, people around you at all? Uh, So for my daughters, I have twins. One Mm -hmm. really kind of listen, even when I, I think the best thing you can be an example, but even if you're not a good example, it doesn't mean you can't say it because sometimes your kids will listen. (laughs) Yeah. She listened. I think somewhere inside of her, she thought, I don't want to go through what I see my mom going through financially. Yeah. And she really, you know, when she got her credit card, she did everything I told her to do. She's the person I can say, she got a card, don't let your gas tank go under half. She don't let it go under half. <laughs> you know, yeah. to find out what's going to happen if I do. She's like, oh no, I got to get your oil change on time. She doesn't play. Yeah. Say your credit card, she has always had automatic payment for her credit card payment. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Her, don't let your credit card go over 30%. She don't play. She watches that. Now the yeah. other one is me. <laughs> a good job now it didn't take her long and I told him I said you guys are young so you guys are doing great because it didn't take you 30 years to figure out oh my goodness do I need yeah. to do something financially mm-hmm. so I'm excited for their financial futures um, not that they may not have some hiccups but I think they have more than I had at their age for information to be able to get out of a hiccup you know what I mean yeah um and then my sister so she lives in Texas and I motivated her. Awesome. That's great. After your seminar, I sent her some of the information. You know, we talk a lot. We've been talking for years, like I said, about being debt-free, all this stuff. And we know things you're supposed to do. And she has a pretty good job as well. She works for the government. Mm-hmm. And I knew how much she was paying in rent. And I said, why do you pay so much in rent? <laughs> like, what? And she's like, girl, she likes to shop. Mm-hmm. And when we started talking more about this financial thing, and I was telling her some things that I was doing, I send her some of your stuff. She called me one day and she's like, girl, I paid off credit card. She started paying off her debt. Yeah, that is awesome. I love when good news spread as fast as bad news. (laughs) She's like, I started looking at how much I'm spending. Do you know I spend this amount on this? So we're both on the phone talking about how we're going to get the cable bill down. Talking about, you know, we just (laughs) got this thing going. Oh my gosh, can you believe that? Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm not buying anything. She went like a whole month. She's like, I haven't bought anything. I'm like, you did good. Now she's like, oh, I'm saving this amount every month. And it's a lot. I was like, you go girl. And now she's building her dream home. Wow. That's awesome. See how you're motivating people around you. Doesn't it make you feel good? She said, you got me doing this. I was like, (laughs) hey, we've been talking about it for a long time. Now let's do something. Yes. That's awesome. Do you have any advice for um, other parents or moms out there with adult children and like just teaching them how to teach their kids about money or any tools that you think could help them? Well, I think it's never... It's never too late, but I think it's never too early as well is a good thing to say. Um, when my daughter was four, we were given, the kids were given money in church and she was given a dollar and she asked if God was going to give her some change back. But she really only wanted to give 25 cents. <laughs> <laughs> so she knew about money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think saving if i if i could go back to my young self and say as a mom i would say 
no matter what, if they wanted, if they had a dollar, I'd say save 25 cents, you know, put it in a little piggy bank or something. Um, But just for, and trying to be an example, but again, if you're not the best example, but you've gotten some information, still share that with them and let them know that you want their lives to be better than yours financially, if that's the case. Um, But yeah, it's never too late and never too early. So if you were talking to you you at 18, what advice would you give yourself? Um, Save, save, save. If you want to buy something, save for it cash if you can. Maybe at 18, you can't save enough to buy a $20,000 card, but you can save enough to buy a $300 TV, say. Um, Mm -hmm. Credit cards, use them wisely. And when you get your 401k, don't cash it in when you get another job. No. (laughs) Um, Move it over to IRA. (laughs) I would say when you find your mate, make sure you know about how they think financially. Don't wait until you're in too deep. Mm -hmm. Um, Make sure you're on the same financial page. It's like they say, being equally yoked with God. Look at your finances too. That's another equally yoked thing to be. Um, And I would just say, don't give up. Keep moving and keep learning and give, give, give when you can. And just follow the principles that God has given us. That's good. Now for your peers, what advice would you have for an adult woman who is starting her journey or her, or maybe she's in the middle of her journey or maybe she just doesn't have a clue and she's listening to this for the first time, um, a woman to woman, like what advice would you have for her? I would say to just really sit down and be real with yourself. Um, for all the information that you give, um, Rashawn, it's, it's a lot of good information. I would say plug into that kind of information and just sit down with yourself, get by yourself, get your pen and paper. If you're not very computer savvy, just write it down and look at it and really look at your finances and really start thinking about your needs and wants. And really, I mean, everybody doesn't want it. They think they do, but do you do you want it bad enough to put in the work to do it? Um, think about your future. What if you, you know, we want people to do this. We want people to feel like we feel about finances, that freedom but they have to want to feel that. And I would say, if you want to feel that, you want to be free, you want to be able to go on vacation. And I mean, I remember so many times going on vacation, like, oh my gosh, what are we going to order on the menu? Don't order that. (laughs) (laughs) I just got one and I didn't care what anybody got. You know what I mean? It was, get whatever you want. Because I knew I'd prepare for this, right? Right. I would just say, plug into information like you're giving, plug into it and just really sit, seek God, pray and just, you know, thank him when you get those victories of what's Mm -hmm. going on with your finances. Thank you, God, for helping me stay on track. Thank you for me being able to give this month to church and not, maybe I'm not at a full 10% of my salary yet, but I gave more than I did before. You know, sometimes people make you feel like if you can't do a lot that you're not doing anything, but that's with all of our finances. Maybe you can't pay $500 to that bill, pay 10, do whatever you can. But just get started somewhere and really know why you want it and what you want for your life and your family. Well, thank you so much, Kathy, for being a guest on my show. I really appreciate you sharing your money story with my followers. And hopefully you got something from this, (laughs) from this today. I just really want to thank you for being on here. And yeah, this was awesome. 
Thank you, Krishan. Keep going. <laughs> Thank Keep you. Keep inspiring us. We appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Bye-bye. So yeah, guys, so that was my interview with my first guest, Kathy, and I hope you got something from it too, not just us, of us sitting, sitting down and talking about money. This was a great moment for the both of us. Kathy has been in my life for half of my life and a little over half of my life, and I just really appreciate it. The conversation that we had after we hung up the phone, we sat there for a second and talked a little bit about how much we learned from just sitting down and talking about money and our experience and our education. And it was very revealing um, for for us to kind of sit down as aunt and niece and just talk about money. So I encourage you, like I know you guys are listening into my show and you're hearing my topics and things that I'm learning through my journey and my process, but I encourage you to sit down with someone in your family and just have a heart to heart and have a real conversation to really learn about their experience, their education with money and see if you guys can learn from each other and grow from each other because I'm doing this to inspire people to get out of their comfort zone and talk about something that's really important. It's surprising that a lot of family and friends don't talk about and it's things that we should talk about to better ourselves and when you have a better understanding about money, you actually have a better understanding about yourself, about why you make the decisions that you make and what you value and who you are as a person. So I definitely encourage you this this weekend to sit down with your spouse, your daughter, your mom, your sister, your brother, your niece, your nephew, and talk about money. Talk about real issues that can help you understand how to grow as a person surrounding the topic of money. Thank you guys so much for listening into my podcast. I really appreciate all the reviews, all the comments, all the text messages, all the phone calls. You guys are awesome. You can learn more about my journey at moneywithana.com. I publish a new blog post every Monday. You can also keep in touch with me on social, on all of the platforms. I'm at moneywithana. I'm most active on Instagram, um, but I do publish on Facebook as well as YouTube. I post a new video on the first Friday every month on YouTube just talking about my journey and my experience month over month. And I really appreciate all the reviews that you've left me so far. If you haven't left the review yet, please go down right now. If you're listening to the Purple app on your phone, leave a review. Let me know what you think or just say hi. I really appreciate all the love there. And yeah, that's all I have for you. Have a wonderful Friday. Bye.